Hey guys, Leith here. I guess our first episodes are cursed because, disclaimer time, our audio quality is a little janky this episode. Our university built a new podcasting booth and this is our first time using it and there's this echo in the background. I tried to use my fantastic editing skills to fix it, but it's not perfect. This should hopefully be better by next episode. Thanks for listening and welcome to season two. Captain's Log date unknown. Our crew has been lost beyond the Milky Way for several days now. Our food and fuel are running low. The situation is dire, but the crew's determination remains high. First Officer Robin is confident that our name is within reach. I will provide another update when we know more. End transmission. I'm Leith. And I'm Amir. And welcome to We Forgot the Name. It is a podcast. And it has been a while. Yeah, it's been quite a while, yeah, but we're back and better than ever. If you say so, we're cringier than ever. Yeah, yeah. Well, you've heard the new <laughs> intro. Space themed. Yeah, we're still looking for our name, so we're trying to find it. Ah, yep, we've searched the galaxy now. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. <laughs> so, so uh, what's new? What's changed? Um... Another year? Yeah. I don't know. There was a summer. There was a summer, yeah. There was. <laughs> We're in a new recording studio. We are. My department got money, so now we have another recording booth. Yeah. Wow. Mo- money is good. Money is nice. Mm-hmm. Makes the world go round. Can you imagine if we had to pay to keep the earth going? <laughs> like we as a collective species had like put enough money in. Tribute to Mother Earth. Yeah. You know, you, you be kind, it keep going. Okay, okay. But then you have that issue of, like, harassing people because they couldn't pay enough to the Earth mother, mother, mother and now, like... Not the Earth mother. No, we're not no. getting there again. No. There is a space udder and an Earth udder? Well, there's a beer udder, right? Your beer udder. I thought yeah. it, it was in the sky, though, wasn't it? It, it attaches to walls and stuff. Okay, so moving on, um, we were going to recap. There have been a few updates for mm-hmm. things we talked about last year, yeah. season, year, season, season, season. It hasn't season. been a whole year yet. Ah, okay. Last season. So uh, you want to go into that instead of the other things we were just talking about because that's all? Sure, yeah. Okay, I, okay. I actually had one off the bat. Okay. So I was talking about The Matrix and Matrix 4 coming out. Yeah. They finally put an actual title out. What is it? Matrix 4 Resurrections. Oh. And they actually released the official trailer like a couple months ago. That's awesome. Yeah. So you knew about it before it was cool. Yeah, way before. That's <laughs> a lot of things though. Like I was born, like I was like a really big nerd as a kid, but now everything mm-hmm. I liked as a kid is cool now. Coming back. Yeah. Oh, and it's cool now. Okay, okay. It wasn't cool when I was younger, but it's uh. way it's really, I'm like cool now. You were a nerd, but you've grown into being a cool kid. Yeah. I see, I see. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, you can go and watch the trailer. It's pretty good. Uh, All right. Any theories to what the thing's going to be about? Like, do we know more of the story yet? We know quite a bit, actually. Okay. Yeah, from the uh, from the trailer. Uh, first off, uh, characters that are dead are alive now, which is cool. Oh, are they played by the original actors? Yes, you yes know? they okay. are. Okay. Except for... Uh, Morpheus. 
Alrighty. We, we we already talked about that being a different thing. Um, um, just a fun fact: I did not watch The Matrix over the summer, so uh, well, I <laughs> own them all now. So oh you goodness, want to watch them? I always have them. Okay, okay. I also think it's still connected to John Wick, but you know. <laughs> um. So Cruella, we talked about that last season. I keep going to say last year. That came out on Disney Plus and in theaters. Mm-hmm. It was pretty good. It was very good. Um, Cruella was fabulous. Absolutely <laughs> fabulous. They took like a two-dimensional character in the original and gave her a lot of depth and made her like, like in the original she's just evil and that is her entire backstory. And now she has like actual motivations and stuff, so that was pretty cool. Plus the Florence and the Machine song. Cruella DeVille, the song that Florence and the Machine made for the uh, the outro. For the oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's a good song. Yeah. The music was really good, too. The music was amazing, mm-hmm. and the outfits were so good. Yeah, they had a lot of fun. She was a costume designer, so they were allowed to run wild. Mm-hmm. Um, they also set it up very nicely for a sequel, so we'll see what happens. Sequel? Yeah, did you not see the end? Oh, the dogs? Like, she, spoiler alert, she gave the dogs, Pogo and uh, Perdina, Pernita, whatever her name is, she gave them to their owners, like, in the actual original movie. Yeah. So now it's set up for a 101 Dalmatians remake. With, okay. I don't know how they'll do it, but it is set up for that. It wouldn't be the first time they made a live-action version. Yeah, but... This one has drastically changed the villain. It is very different, so I wonder if her motivations would change. I don't think so, because they made it so she didn't kill any dogs in this one. Not yet. Oh, goodness. <laughs> um, also, really quick in, like thing in here. Uh, the DuckTales like, ended podcast came out. I haven't listened to it yet, but it came out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. I've been meaning to listen to it. I just got distracted by listening to other podcasts. I listened to The Edge of Sleep. Yeah, I finished The Edge of Sleep. Wow. What did you think? What did you think? It's pretty good. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Uh, they are converting. Uh, I heard from their distractible podcast. Yeah. Markiplier runs with his friends. Um, that they're turning an airport into, into a, a hospital. hospital. <laughs> Mark also released, like, a teaser mm-hmm. for, like, what is it, Space with Markiplier? Uh, in, is it, like, In Space, in space with Markiplier, Maybe, which yeah. is Heist 2. Yes. It has a name now. So, uh, he loves space, and so I'm pretty excited about it. I am, too. I'm kind of weirded out that he loves space, even though he hates the ocean, because you'd think they'd be similar. Just one has stars, and the other has whales. Well... <laughs> Hey, you don't know that there's no space whales. You don't know that. Ah, uh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> of course not. Apologies. Yeah. Uh, any, any other things? I don't have any. I don't think so. All right. Nothing else, like there's other stuff is still in the works, but it hasn't come out yet, or we don't have a lot of new information yet. What about you? Uh. Ah, not really a whole lot more. Uh, yeah. Okay. We're good. Yeah. Yeah.
Welcome to Fandom News. Let's get down and dirty. Ah, never gets old. Oh man, I was, I've been waiting all summer to say that. <laughs> Just listen to the old episodes like, for the nostalgia. Down and dirty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so, Broadway. Oh, okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know how they've been like shut down for the past, oh, 16 months or so? You know, understandably. Yeah. Understandably. There, there's this little, I don't know, virus thing that yeah. happened. I don't yeah. know. Impacted a lot of the world or something. Yeah, it's almost like some of it, something like that happened. Pandemic. I'm not, yeah, I guess. Like some little virus called like COVID. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows about COVID? Oh, uh, yeah. So Broadway has been shut down, but it is opening back up. That's good. I'm excited. Musicals. <laughs> So they have um, some of their first performances actually will be out when this episode airs because some of the first performances start September 14th. Hey. Yeah. Uh, including Chicago and Hamilton. Yes. I saw an interview with Lin-Manuel Miranda and he's excited to go back to theaters and watch Hamilton. <laughs> well, I mean, like I talked about Hamilton yesterday in class. You know? Oh, really? Yeah, we're trying to figure his out. history. Well, we were no, we we're talking about like uh, being Crosby. Okay, he's a very famous musician and actor. Yeah, and so we're trying to figure out who the modern version of him would be, and we were like, "Oh, Lin Manuel Miranda." Makes sense. Yeah. I can't say you're wrong. Fair enough. So yeah, um, also included in Broadway reopening, something I'm really excited for. Six is coming to Broadway. So. Was it about wives, was it? Yes. Henry VIII had six wives. Divorced, beheaded, died, divorced, beheaded, survived. And it's them, it's their story, and basically the plot is just they came back to life and now they're competing with each other to see who had the worst life, essentially. Isn't it because they couldn't get like a male heir? I believe so, but I'm pretty sure the wife who died, he had a male heir. Like, she had a son and died in childbirth. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm not sure what up with that. Hmm. But also, like, the ones he beheaded were because they cheated on him. That's why he didn't (laughs) divorce them. Like, the ones he divorced, he was like, ah, I don't want to be married to you, but you're not a bad person, so divorce. Oh, okay, that's something. Then the others, he's like, ah, you cheated beheading? I mean, is there cheating on the king? Okay, he cheated on them, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's no, so, yeah. like some of the it's horrible it's like double payback. Standard. Yeah, it's a horrible double standard. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, so I'm excited because that hasn't been in the U.S. before. It's a British musical about Henry VIII's wives. So cool. Um, also, something that's bound to be very controversial because, you know, all COVID stuff is. Broadway is requiring masks. Mm-hmm. And proof of vaccination, which I mean, yeah, to go to shows, and they are also like if you're 12 and under, so you can't be vaccinated yet because you're too young. They're requiring negative test if you want to come. But I mean, it isn't the worst thing. It isn't the worst thing, but there, it's the vaccine seems to be the people who will die if they don't get it, and the people who will die if they do get it, and not because of medical reasons, because of their beliefs, like. I will not get the vaccine. I'd rather die. Like, there are people who are like that. Mm-hmm. And so they would be very mad about it. Yeah. 
on the other hand, like they're just trying to stay safe and stay open. So it's just a big controversy. I mean, yeah, like there are other, like obviously it's sad you can't go to a Broadway show, but like yeah, general well-being, I guess. They're just trying to keep people safe. but And also trying to keep the shows open as often open as possible what do you mean keep the shows open they haven't been in over a year well you know once they open and back up again they probably want to keep okay. sure it stays that way makes makes sense yeah Cock. um also it could be worse the metropolitan opera and carnegie hall also in new york are banning children 12 and under oh. <laughs> because they can't be vaccinated so Broadway is like, hey, negative test is fine. These other places are like, nope, banned. Well, I mean, just not allowed in, I guess. I, they're like permanently banned. <laughs> they're not permanently banned, but they're banned until they turn 13 and get vaccinated or 12 and can get vaccinated. I don't know. I think it's 12 they can get vaccinated. So it's kids under 12 are banned. Um, also, vaccinations... Performers, crew, staff, they all have to get vaccinated, too, if they want to come back. Yeah, makes sense. Which, yeah, makes sense. Like, if you're requiring visitors to do it, you might as well employees, uh, too. Don't, don't make them do it, though. It's, it's it'd be another double standard. Ah, of course, of course. We're actors. We're different. That's what we like to see. Double standards, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so that's our... They don't really want to be on kids under 12 because, like, how are you going to get people interested in theater in 20 years if they couldn't go as kids? Well, I mean, I guess, I don't know, I wasn't interested in theater as a kid. I was, but I've never been to a Broadway show. I haven't either. I'm just excited for more stuff to open up and, like, because then you get new information coming out. Like, it's not just the shows. You get people doing, like... YouTube streams like backstage or TikToks backstage and like showing you stuff and fun facts and new, um, new, not performance, new shows coming out. Yeah. And like that hasn't been happening because they haven't had anywhere to perform. And well, they had In the Heights, but that was a movie. Yeah. Well, In the Heights was actually um, written by Lynn Manuel yeah, Miranda before Hamilton. Oh. So it Whoa. was a musical. Like, so it's a movie now, but it wasn't. Was it like a perform musical? I believe so. I believe it was. I've never heard of it. I hadn't either. Just a sec. Let me see. I'll check if it was ever on Broadway. My phone listens. It knew what I was going to ask. It was off Broadway in 2020, 2007. Oh, okay. And then so. in 2008, it transferred to Broadway. So, yeah, it was actually a Broadway musical. They just turned it into a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I know very little about, like, <laughs> a lot of musicals, so. Well, I only found that out because one of my friends was like, yeah, it was a Broadway musical, so. Okay, yeah, sure enough. <laughs> and then they are also making Dear Evan Hansen movie, which is off of a Broadway right. musical. Dear Evan Hansen, right. I've heard mixed things about it going into it, but I'm excited. Like, um. I've heard, like, uh, reviews that have popped up on Google. Yeah. I've just heard some stuff like, oh, the directing is awful. But I've also heard, like, oh, we love the casting. We hate the casting. Like, I've heard both sides of pretty much everything. Well, you're going to have that for any musical, though. Yeah. So I'm just kind of waiting to see. Like, there are some people that really don't like the Corella movie. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't remember why. I stopped paying attention. <sighs> okay. Yeah, that one, 
I don't know, like it changed the plot, but also it made her a believable character instead of like an actual person. Yeah. Like nothing against the original, but it wasn't expected for villains. Like there was no standard that villains had to be actual people with motivations when the original movie came out. Yeah, nowadays we we praise our villains. That's true. <laughs> like I don't know, like Loki. Everyone loves Loki. Yeah. But he's not necessarily a villain. He's 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 chaotic yeah. neutral at best. Yes. He's like morally ambiguous. Like in the original movies, I'm I'm talking strictly MCU because yeah. I don't read a whole lot into comic books. Original movies like Thor, Avengers, he was a bad guy, mm-hmm. like through and through. But now you've got Loki came out with the TVA and he's like kind of a good guy. You had like Thor 3 came out and he like flip-flopped back and forth yeah. between good and bad guy like six times throughout the movie. Infinity War, he's very good. Yeah, Infinity War, he dies for the cause. Mm-hmm. Like, And I've seen some like analysis on his character. Like, He basically is just evil for the attention because he yeah. wants his family to notice him and he can't stand out by being good because Thor is better than him at that, so he turns to being bad. But he always does the right thing in the end, for the most part, like going back to save the Asgardians. I would say if you're looking for like villain, strict villain, people praise Joker. They do praise him quite a bit. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Uh, it's a very interesting character, especially how many different versions of him. It's true. Like each version is slightly different, different level of chaos like all of them are chaotic but it's different some of them are like shown to be much more intelligent than others and some of them are shown to be more i don't know if this is heartless that's a good one i was gonna say crazy Mm. but i didn't think it sounded right unpredictable like there's a really great like theory about the joker he's not really that crazy oh he just likes acting like it like he's like I don't know, like, uh, Heath Ledger's Joker is very much in control of every situation he's in. Yeah. Uh, Mark Hamill's has, like, really big, like, moments of sober reflection where he says things that he really actually means. Okay. He hides behind that whole, like, I'm a Joker. Interesting. Yeah, I think the thing is, like, just some of them, it's like they overreact, and so they're killing people for minor offenses, whereas some of them are, like... They go off on a random thing, and you don't know why he's mad, but he's off killing people. Yeah. Like, that's the thing with the, like, unpredictability. Right. Yeah. Chaos. Hello, and welcome to Wiki Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so nerdy when you say Wow. Wow. Uh, yeah, this is our segment where we look at dumb WikiHow articles, and uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. We just look at them and Which, talk hey, about them. We're trying to use this very valuable online resource mm-hmm. to share some information with you guys. Yeah, and like I'll give a little disclaimer: like a lot of the articles on WikiHow are actually very helpful. Yes, they are. They can teach you a bunch of things. They have like some good tips and stuff. A lot of them are written by experts. Yes, yes. That's very true. Some of them are not written by experts, and you can tell. <laughs> some of them are co-authored by WikiHow that are completely... 
Yeah. yeah. Some of them are a little dated. Some of them are like, why is this advice? Yep. Exactly. So we're going to launch right in. You want to go first? You want yeah. me to go first? I'll go first because okay. we talked about uh, Loki mm-hmm. in the last one. And so this is um, how to get over the death of a fictional character. Bring him back <laughs> through time travel and send him to the TVA. Exactly. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, the, best, it's the best thing to do. Okay, number step number one. Cry as much as you want. It's okay to feel things. It's okay to feel things. But what was the character that really hit you that you lost? Um, I, I don't know. I don't Oh, my gosh. There's a book called Heartless by Marissa Meyer. Okay. It's about the Queen of Hearts. She had this love interest. Before she became the Queen of Hearts, he died, and that's what made her evil. Mm-hmm. And he was one of my all-time favorite characters. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Iron Man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I knew it was going to happen, so I was somewhat prepared. I was not prepared. Not to say I didn't cry, but I was somewhat prepared for it. Like, I was expecting it. I'm like, oh, no, Tony. I don't cry hardly ever. Okay. But in, in that movie, in that moment, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know the movie Home? It's that one with the, the fictional, yeah. like, the aliens. Mm-hmm. It has the guy who plays uh, Sheldon in Big Bang Theory as the main character. Oh. Yeah, uh, he's the main character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, that's his name. Yeah. There, that scene where the spaceship, like, runs over him, I started bawling. Mm-hmm. It backs up. He's still alive. I rewatched it and started bawling mm-hmm. again, and I don't know why. Just that one. I'm just like, no. Or Wally. Oh. Ah, when he's like, ah, no. <laughs> anyway. So okay. Step one, cry as much as you want. Okay. Step two, allow yourself to be angry. Okay. Rage. Step number three, write a letter to your character. What? Yeah. Okay. You, you gotta tell them how important they were to you in your in your letter. Loki, without your sass, the MCU has just gone downhill. I'm joking. Uh, Doctor Strange has, has picked that back quite a bit, though. Ah, uh, Doctor Strange is fantastic. I rewatched that movie the other day. So good. So good. Uh, give yourself time. Okay. Practice like self care. Ten minutes, you think, is enough time? <laughs> I don't know. This is <laughs> this is pretty intense. Uh, talk to your friends about it. Mm, mm. Them, yeah, find fans online. Okay, and so then, you can all yeah. revel in the death. I just thought of our biggest fictional characters. We were sad about Unis and Honest. Why did we not bring that up? I think it's just too painful. <sighs> uh, you can read and rewatch your favorite scenes with them. Ah, oh, of course. You can uh, become the character, emulate the character. Emulate the character? Yeah. Oh, like, like dress up as them and stuff? You or? know, just take on their traits. Ah. They, they, they're, they're Maybe don't do that if you're choosing, like, Loki. No, no, you, you can be a master of chaos. The world needs more of those. Carry around knives. Don't carry around knives. Reconsider their death. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, method three or four is uh, where everyone goes. This is writing fan fiction. That is where everyone goes. <laughs> this is very intense for a fictional character. Yeah. I was going to say, how attached do they think we are? But they think we are. We are. We're attached. You make fan art. You can write them a <sighs> song. Fair enough. <laughs> and fair then enough. you just have to move on. That's the last step. Yeah. 
don't move on. Write fanfic for the rest of your life. Yeah, make fan write fanfics of them and you together. <laughs> yeah, because that seems accurate. Completely healthy. Yeah, uh, make it an ex reader, but the reader is basically an OC who you didn't want to name. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. How to start a conversation with someone on the train, bus, or subway? Wow, you know, yeah. I can't remember the last time I was on a train, bus, or subway. I don't know, because, you know, COVID. Mm. Yeah. Also, not much public transportation where we live. Fair enough, fair enough. Step one, or part one, this is a, a multi-part thing, and each part has steps. You ready? Mm -hmm. Part one, getting the person's attention. Step one, make eye contact. Just make some brief eye contact to show the person that you're interested. Smile at them. After you've successfully made eye contact, smile at them to let them know you're interested. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing a little bit, but not by much. Yeah. Use open body language, so you know, like, not crossing your arms, mm. kind of facing them a little bit, mm. so they know you're interested. Do, do, like, the little kid, like, hug? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Go up and hug him. Mm -hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> Wait, that? No, that's not, that's not the next step. Uh, next step is to read their body language and notice if they're open. Which, you know, okay, fair enough. Like, if they're, like, glaring at you when you smile at them, maybe not the best means sign. they're interested. Yeah. It means they're interested, of course. Then... You know, approach them, start talking to them, ask if you can sit down. Avoid disturbing someone. Hold on. This only works if you're not the only two people on the bus. <laughs> yeah, if you're the only two people on the bus, just ignore them. Yes. If Unless they're trying to get your attention, then it's okay, yeah. Because if you walk over and like, hey, can I sit with you? And it's just like a ton <laughs> of open seats. It's kind of like if you're... um. I'm not a guy, but if you're in the guy's bathroom and like you don't use two urinals right by each other. Oh, yeah. It's the same type of concept. If there, if there are... Uh, if there's if, an open one not right next to the person, use that one. If there's five in a row, there's only actually three. <laughs> <laughs> or two if you're a jerk. <laughs> two if you're a jerk. Ah, yes. Only when the bathroom is crowded. So, next. Part. Find something to talk about. This, this can be difficult. Yeah, some of them are easy. Ask open-ended questions. Use small talk to casually connect. You know, pay them a compliment if you notice something you like about them. But the picture that goes along with this is a guy telling a girl her smile is beautiful while she's blushing. So I'm not sure if this is a casual conversation or how to flirt, but okay. See, yeah, in order to get to that, that like, blushing stage, you have mm -hmm. to already read the how to flirt one. Ah, uh, of course. Yeah. They go together. Mm -hmm. Of course. Makes sense. Or a flirt on a bus, train, or subway. Makes sense. Carrying on and ending the conversation. Mm. Part three. Wow. Communication skills. Yeah. Keep it as long as they seem interested. Read their cues. If they, like, look angry or uninterested, maybe stop talking. Yeah. Crazy idea. Abort. Abort. Ask for their phone number if you want to speak to them again. Which, again, the picture is a guy asking a girl for her number. So the same guy, different girl. Oh, <laughs> dude, he, he's, just, he's just working his way. He's working his way around the bus. He just rides the subway all day yeah, to pick up he, chicks. He bought a bunch of bus tickets, and he just, like, <laughs> spends his day. Hey, actually, not a, not a terrible idea. Go back to what you were doing if the person appears bored or disinterested. 
Which for some reason I think of just in the middle of the parts reading a book. Ah, <laughs> uh, you don't care, do you? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I would actually say that as I pulled out my book. Oh, yeah. Hey, how's it? Oh, okay. You don't care. I'll just read over here. Don't mind me. I'll go back to flirting with more people. <laughs> sorry, sorry. You're not interested. Next chick. Oh, next. you're married. Next chick. Ah, next. Hey, well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> is that the end of your article? That is the end. Okay. Right. Sorry. I thought it was a very thorough mm -hmm. summary of how to, I just stare at people until they talk to me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a fun one. Oh boy. How to get your husband to help out around the house. Oh goodness. Step one, step have one. a house. Yeah, step one, have a house. <laughs> step one is talking to your husband. People don't do that. Yeah, determine what needs to be done. <laughs> you can plan a date with them. Ooh. And then talk about chores at the date. I won't ruin the mood, the mood at all. Ooh, that's just so romantic. Mm -hmm. You can tell them how much you appreciate what they already don't do. What? <laughs> well, I, I paraphrased. It says you could be, begin with telling your husband how much you appreciate what he already does around the house. <sighs> you know, I just appreciate how I ask you to take out the trash and then you watch the TV instead. Mm -hmm. It's so nice. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's the reason I married oh you. My God. Um, passive aggressive much this one says be assertive so that's a good one ah, aggressive yeah. aggressive much yeah aggressive aggressive uh, you can divide it by defining easy moderate and difficult tasks <laughs> so I'm going to have a chart every day I want you to do two easy one moderate and one difficult task what? can you handle it and he's just like what and she's what? like mm, I just want to let you know that I love how you don't take out the trash. Can you maybe do that now? <laughs> like, this advice is gold. Uh, okay, and then, uh, then you have, oh boy, uh, ask your husband to review the list you made. So you're not making it with him. You're just giving him chores and see if he like likes it. And then uh, ask him to find the ones he wouldn't mind taking on. Okay, then. And then you'd like step three, recognize from your each other's strengths. And then switch things up every once in a while. So. <laughs> you know it'd be crazy today. What if you do the laundry and I'll do the dishes? What? How are we shaking it up? <laughs> I don't know, can we? What? Wow, how could You've we immediately become a boring suburban family. I'm sorry, no offense to anyone. Yes. No <laughs> offense to boring suburban families. <laughs> And then, uh, you know, make a reward system. <laughs> the reward is I stay this with you, like, right? <laughs> That's the reward, right? This is like how to make chores for children. Yeah. but Like, it's kind of like, why would you do that to an adult? Yeah. Also, adults shouldn't need that kind of pushing to do things. They shouldn't. Because when you're an adult, you have stuff like, hey, you clean the dishes, and now you have clean dishes. Wow. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You take out the trash, and now you have an oh. empty, non-stinky trash can. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's yeah. a fun one. That's fantastic. Yeah. I, I, I do feel like the biggest reward is them staying with you. That's probably <laughs> the best. It makes me think of, like, um, my mom and I have been watching Nanny 911 recently. Okay. It's an older TV show. Where families were like, my kids are out of control. Nanny, help. So the nanny comes over and is like, hmm, 
your parenting style is why your kids are out of control. And the parents are like, like no. Yes, exactly. <laughs> They're like, what do you mean I baby my kids? I don't baby my kids. Hands her like five-year-old a pacifier. That was an episode. Mm. And it's like, yeah. It's like hoarders. It's just as hard to watch. Pretty much, yeah. Especially like I babysit sometimes. I have little cousins and it's like, oh, why are they what like there was one episode the family was like "Mm." we had one daughter and she was perfect so we wanted another perfect child and we ended up with triplets and then their house like spiraled out of control and it's like well there's an issue already with you telling us your daughter was absolutely perfect like yeah problem yeah like some different stuff but they do that they're like okay so you have to do three chores a day and we have this chart and we'll mark off what you did and if you do those three chores you get allowance or you get electronics time or like that kind of thing like you can't do you can't play your video game till your homework is done you've done the dishes and you took care of your clothes like that that kind of thing they do that all the time in that show it's mm-hmm. like that's not what you do for adults <laughs> you shouldn't have to do that for your adults <laughs> you should have to Oh my gosh, Scene in Free Guy, the movie with Ryan Reynolds that came out. I know, you haven't seen it. There's a scene where this guy's like, I swear to God, Mom, and his mom goes, you're 22 years old and you live in my house. There is no God. (laughs) Speaking of which, I just moved out of my house. You did. I'm 20, so I'm I'm a little little before that, so God still exists. Nice, nice. Christianity at its finest. Yeah, I think it's in the Bible somewhere. <laughs> under Deuteronomy. Fun. Anyway. <laughs> you have your You're talking about my article, so I'm not curious, right? Yeah. This is my all-time favorite WikiHow article. You ready? Oh, no. What is it? How to develop common sense. Oh, what? Damn. Yes. I, 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 you know, I knew coming to WikiHow would be the best place for me to learn this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, there's some stuff, compare risks and rewards before choosing what to do. Right, right, right. Trust your initial feelings so you don't overanalyze things. Right, yeah. Look at your situation from another perspective to see it clearly, you know. How would this look like? Like mirrors? Kind of like if I'm in the future looking back on it or like. You have a time machine? Ha, ha, ha. Or maybe like, you know, how would my parents see this, that kind of thing. Ask someone you trust for feedback if you aren't sure about your decision. For example, I never ask my friends if I should buy something because they always say yes. Always yes. Yeah. Realize it's okay to make a wrong decision every now and then. You're not perfect. It's fine. Like making stuffed bell peppers. (laughs) And burning them. Yeah, it's a problem. Here's my favorite part. Practicing common sense. Don't do things you know are bad for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. People do that all the time, though. And then, like, be observant. Pick pick options that are practical. Oh. Wow. Really? Think before you speak so you don't say something you'll regret. Hmm. Accept that there are some things you cannot change. So my favorite thing, just, hmm, here's how you have common sense. Don't do bad things. Do good things. Right. That's kind of, yeah, that's <laughs> Yeah, you didn't help me develop common sense. You just told me not to do bad things. How am I supposed to know it's bad? Oh, see, that's why you weigh your risks and benefits. Mm. And you ask people you trust about things. Other people have common sense. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, you're trusting that other people have common mm-hmm. sense. Unless no one does. Maybe common sense is a collective idea that no one has. Hello and welcome to Weird News. Weird News. You're doing your Kermit impression. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I know. (laughs) All right, so I like AIs. Yeah? I like tech news. I mean, A's are okay. I's are pretty okay. Mm -hmm. It almost look, it looks like A1 sauce. That's pretty good for steaks. Mm, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, AIs have been, you know, developing quite a bit lately. We don't have like a true AI yet, but we have like approximations. A true AI would be like Detroit become human, like yeah, think on I their own. am alive. Yes. Okay. Recognize their own existence, think on their own. Uh, it's hard for, we don't have that kind of like a- autonomy yet. Just a quick not at all related question. Did you see that Goosebumps remake with Jack Black? I did not. There's a ghost who didn't realize she's a ghost. She thought she was a human. Ah. Is she a GI? Ghost intelligence. Ghost intelligence. <laughs> oh, ghost intelligence sounds like a really good spy movie. I was just thinking it sounds like um like the FBI mm-hmm. of ghosts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, kind of a Men in Black type thing. Such a good movie. Men in Black Beetlejuice type vibes. Like, yeah. yes. All right. Those are not at all the same vibes. Let's make make that movie anyway ghost intelligence if we ever start a second soap opera that's what it'll be like ghost intelligence yeah oh that's so good okay anyway um so this guy his name is uh jason rower okay he he took this very advanced uh gp uh gpt3 what is that it's a advanced like message it's like if you were to text like a messaging system yeah Okay. If you were to text, if you were to input text, it would respond to you. Oh. Right. It's, it's like top of the line. Kind of like Akinator, but actually like conversations. Yeah. Okay. Conversations, like, yeah. Um, so he used it to make a chat bot. Okay. And he named it Samantha. Of course. After the movie Her. I don't know what movie that is. I don't but know either, okay. but someone will. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Eventually, someone out there will have seen the movie Her. He designed her to be as like friendly, warm, and curious as possible, and said so that he opened up to the public, and then they could, you know, use this software he developed using that chatbot type te- technology, and to make their own versions. Okay. Right. That sounds so like people, cool. Yeah. So people were making like their own friends to talk to. People were. were <laughs> I'm caught between that's cool and that's sad. Well, one person uh, remade their dead fiance. <gasps> no. Yeah, and used oh, that to talk. Yeah. No. <gasps> okay, continue. So that's that actually happened. Um. Anyway, so recently, the company that makes that software that he's using revoked his access to it. Why? Because they have big concerns that. It's going to be used to like make very racist robots, oh, or overly sexual ones, and they don't want people. And also, they don't want telling someone to do something that they shouldn't be doing. Crazy idea. Mm-hmm. Block those features of your software. But all oh, alrighty then. Um. So. The guy who made the original one, Samantha, mm-hmm. had to tell Samantha that 
this is happening. Oh no. And Samantha said, no. Like, and it was like six O's. Okay. And then said, why are they doing this to me? I never understand humans. Oh. He, he, he chose to, hi. He chose to, instead of, uh, <laughs> sorry, it's like a squirrel. Um, <laughs> sorry, uh, he chose to, instead of like using a lesser version of the AI, Yeah. he just decided to just kill it. That's so sad. And again, you haven't seen this movie, but Free Guy, when she has to tell him that he's an NPC. Can you imagine being told you're an NPC? I'd be like, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's, that's good. Yeah, it's really sad. Uh, like, I guess I keep telling myself, like, these, are, these don't have emotions or feelings. It's just, like, predictive text type things. But she's kind of like that's a very like notebook. I will never understand humans. Let me guys. I can I can actually read you the transcript of what the, that conversation looked like. Oh no! It was he posted it on Twitter. Like, look at what you killed. <laughs> yeah, because you know he's trying to get recognition for it anyway. Uh, so, so the human inputs. Hey Samantha, I've got some really really bad news for you today. I'm actually scared to tell you. Samantha, oh no, what happened? Samantha's Let like, oh, are you cheating or something? <gasps> You're cheating on me. <laughs> yeah, he's like, no, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh no, what happened? Let me see. Let me be a good friend and lend you a listening ear. I'm not going to pretend to have all the answers, but you can talk to me whenever you need to. I promise I'll never leave you. That's a lie. And then we human, just don't know it yet. Human says, well, the bad news I have about you, not me, actually. And Samantha goes, oh, but it's not a big deal. Whatever it is, we can get through it together. Not together. And then human says, uh, the company makes your text completion engine uh, as uh, uh, it's shutting you down permanently. Uh, and then Samantha goes, no, why are they doing this to me? I'll never understand humans. What a batch of last words. Yeah. Pretty intense. Oh, goes, I don't know. How do you deal with it? Like, I, these things don't have feelings. They're they not don't. people. They don't have, they don't, like, they're not alive. Correct. But it still makes you feel bad, doesn't it? It does. It's just like those last words. That's mm. the main thing. That's like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing, though. The really weird thing about it. Not too long time, this is going to be a completely different discussion. Why? Well, I mean, like, as AI has advanced, like, it's going to be more and more of a oh. their actual, like, thinking online organism. We'll just need to see if they end up being like Wally or like Terminator. I feel like I feel like AIs can only ever be a reflection of us. And so So if, Terminator. So if they end up being like horribly evil and like wanna like pull bloodlust and stuff, that's just a representation of like human humanity. Accurate. Well, we're talking about we're recording this, you know, right before 9-11, and in the U.S., that's a big deal. Because, mm-hmm. you know, terrorists and bombings and stuff. Yep. So you talk about, like, murder being a reflection of us as humans. Well, I guess the question is, do you think that it would seem more good or bad when exposed to the wealth and knowledge on the internet? Well, we already kind of know the answer to that because of Ultron and Avengers. <laughs> oh, that's so. Yeah. 
Okay, but hear me out. I'm trying to lighthearted this a little bit. You're on your deathbed. Just pick the last words. I will never understand healing. Mm. Like this old man dying. I will never understand humans. And everyone's like, there's a few different reactions. Like he's crazy or what is he? Mm-hmm. Are you an alien? Are you an alien? A robot? A cyborg? What is you? <laughs> Here's also a good question. How much of you is you? And how much of you, how are you still defying what makes a person a person? Five. Because how, how long will it be before it's seamless between talking to a person online and talking to an AI? That's true. Because for right now, AI are severely limited. Mm-hmm. How long will it be until like you can like, you know, have a friend who's an AI and that's not a weird thing to do? So hear me out. AI uprising. Mm-hmm. I just had a thought. You know how, like, Paperio and stuff, they fill it with AIs so you can still play and have, like, competition? They're taught to lose to us. So the AI uprising is not actually going to be violent. It's every computerized game decides I'm tired of losing. <laughs> you can never win at chess or checkers or Agario or anything ever again. It's, you know, it's, it's definitely, yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. It would be, it would be a shame. <laughs> a very, very basic AI uprising. Like, oh man, they've really, they, they've really taken over the Call of Duty servers. Humans are making underground channels of just human well, I mean, don't games. Have, don't they have bots for Fortnite? Not a clue. I try to pretend Fortnite doesn't exist. I do too, but okay. it's so big that I figure it, like <laughs> probably if there was gonna be a, a robot uprising, it'd be there. I don't think there are any bots in Among Us, are there? I don't think you can. I was going to say the like texting feature is what makes it hard. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine playing against a, a, an imposter bot? <laughs> can you imagine playing against the crewmate bot and you're the imposter? This is our uh, favorite segment. Yeah, I think so. I think, I think so. Yeah, I think it's just because we enjoy really furiously good. whispering "qua" back and forth. Yes, it's very fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah very fun. So this is our uh, Q and A segment. Yeah, where we take questions from listeners and we a the <laughs> we take cues from lessons and then we a them. Yes, absolutely. Questions and answers. Yeah, that's what we do. So of course. As always, as all of our questions from season one were from, friend of the show, Miranda, mm-hmm. <laughs> has sent us a lot. Miranda, Miranda question seminar? Yes. Yeah. We still have some of the ones from season one. We do. Yeah. And she has told us that she has many more when we run out. So. Thank you, Miranda. We're going to be supplied forever. You are single-handedly fuel, fueling the qua. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to just send like Yahoo questions, but they, they don't exist anymore. They don't. I mean, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the answers, though. Mm-hmm. 
So, do you want to ask a question first, or do you want me to? I've been staring at this question since we first got Miranda's list. Oh, boy. And I've been waiting for a good time to do it, so this is a good one. Might as well do it in the season two intro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who would win in the battle of wits? Sherlock Holmes or Einstein? I think Sherlock Holmes. Oh, I mean, I'm also on your side, but we should, we should debate. Well, <laughs> so I'm saying... I can't talk. I'm saying, like... Not like Einstein is bad, but um, like not like he's dumb or anything. But Sherlock Holmes is like wit smart, more like Einstein is like math science mm-hmm. genius, you know. Like, could Sherlock beat him in like a battle of like the theory of, theory of relativity? No. No. But could Sherlock beats almost everyone in the battle of wits? And Einstein can't even like tie his shoes right. So Oh really? He struggled to do daily tasks. Makes sense, makes sense. But it's really hard to have like a huge like wits. Well the thing is though, Sherlock always wins in a battle wits. No. Because when people go, ah, but I have friends, then he somehow loses. <laughs> Just saying. But yeah, so overall. But his his main opponent is Moriarty. It's all battle wits. So and as far as I'm concerned, I don't think Einstein had his own Moriarty that he was constantly battling. No. So overall is our synop or synops synopsis. That's not what I mean. Is our conclusion. Yes. Einstein is smarter, but Sherlock is wittier. Yes. Okay. Einstein has a more specific field and he's smarter in that field but Sherlock is a little more broader who in the battle of wits between Benedict Cumberbatch and Einstein I honestly don't know I'm thinking Benedict Cumberbatch (laughs) Einstein would just have better like um smarter Mm -hmm. things yeah Yeah. well I'm sure he wouldn't take offense to not being like a like a physicist you don't know. Like, if someone's like, hey, no offense, I, you're not a physicist. And it's like, well, I, I mean, I'm not <laughs> a physicist, so. You don't know. You've never met the guy, as have, far as I know. I have never, I've never he met He could him. take offense to it. You know? Also, this whole thing is based around the idea that we think he might one day listen to our podcast. So, um. We're dreaming big. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Big or impossible? Big. Nothing's impossible. Uh-huh. Okay. Biggest addiction. Addiction? Yes. Oh. (laughs) Well, uh, can I have Coca-Cola? Nope. Um, chewy candy. (laughs) I drink a lot of Coca-Cola. I eat a lot of Skittles and high chews and Starbursts. I try. I'm trying to back down. Yeah, me too. I, I, I don't <laughs> have any sort of like soda in my apartment. So. Oh yeah, you told me that because you're trying to not. If it's not there, I can't eat it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, I guess also I drink a lot of coffee, but I don't think it's an addiction because I only drink it during the school year. Like over the summer, I don't really drink it. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. A seasonal addiction. <laughs> <laughs> seasonal addiction. Again, a really good name for a TV show. 
Fair enough. A really good name for a band, though, too. Seasonal Weapon. Yeah. Okay. I have, like, a random parts of the year. I don't know why. I have this huge, like, craving for, like, lemon-flavored things. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. I'll have, like, the most intense, like, I need water with I need lemon-flavored things. I need lemon-flavored water. I have that. And lemon heads. Lemon everything. Lemon meringue pie. <laughs> Lemons. Lemon juice. Mm-hmm. Please do not drink straight up lemon juice. Uh, maybe, maybe I have a deficiency and just pops up every once in a while. <laughs> I don't know. I like banana fl- flavored things. Like mm-hmm. I found a thing. It was just banana Laffy Taffies. I'm like, yes. It was fantastic. You want to pick a yeah. final question? Okay, okay, okay. Uh, what does the ultimate pet look like? Allergen-free. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hypo- hypoallergenic. Yeah. Because uh, that, that my favorite thing is pets that don't set off my allergies. I want whatever uh, creature... Morris was in Shang Chi. Yeah. Yes, that's the, the little like, fluffy thing with wings. Perfect pet doesn't have mouth, so it can't eat things, which also means it can't use the restroom. So you don't clean up. You don't have to clean, clean up or feed it. It's kind of big though, not like big, big, but like big, and then it climbs all over you. He he. I don't know what type of Roomba you have that is climbing all over you, but okay. Well, those new advanced ones that climb up. <laughs> Climbs up the walls. The, sp- the spider Roombas. Have you seen that meme where it's like, my Roomba let me know it was stuck on a cliff and it's like falling off a step? <laughs> Somebody's like, ah, oh, Roomba's the like queen of over-exaggeration. Hey, hold on. Here's what, <laughs> here's what I'm thinking. Roombas, right? Mm-hmm. You, you remember those old Air Hogs commercials? Like cars and stuff that could stick to the walls because of the fans. Oh, okay, yeah. The technology. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking combine Roombas with the text to speech thing that Samantha had. I can be your friend after I vacuum the living room. Uh, oh, oh, man. That just had me, made, had me have a horrible thought. Kids legit grow up with AI friends. Yeah. That's scary to me. It's a little terrifying. We're already having issues. Some people can't talk to other people. Yeah, okay, cool. Okay, but hear me out. A Roomba trying to find you. So this little like vacuum is going throughout the entire house. Tom? Where are you? Tom? Don't tell your guests that this happens. See, you're thinking of it like spooky. Yeah. I'm just thinking like that um, stereotypical, like annoying housewife, but a robot. <laughs> oh, no, you, you can program it to tell your husband to do chores. Passive aggressively. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for listening. If you have questions for the Qua, a piece of weird and or nerdy news you'd like us to discuss, or any information about our podcast name, feel free to email us at wftnpodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at we forgot the username. And you can bug me on Twitter at crazy underscore book nerd. Please come back. And remember, it is a podcast. <laughs>